there's something that you need to hear When I say you know that I'm sincere I came by here just to let you know You are phenomenal What's up, what's up, good peoples? Welcome to Urban Economics and Development Podcast. I am your host, Andre Williams. Definitely appreciate you guys jumping on with me again. Uh, We're going to talk about something that's uh, a little serious. Um, Just to give you some information about me, um, I'll keep it brief. I'm a real estate investor, real estate developer, uh, philanthropist, uh, entrepreneur. I'm an author of a book called Everybody is a Real Estate Investor. Yes, even you. You can pick that up on Amazon.com and Walmart.com. Again, that's Everybody is a Real Estate Investor. Yes, even you. You can pick it up on Walmart.com and Amazon.com. Um, I own daycares and preschools in the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Also own a construction company and uh, the president of a nonprofit organization, uh, president of uh, an investment club, Dominion Investment Club. Um, and I'll give you more information about all of that. But I, I like to start my podcast off because, you know, we have many different people that jump on and that don't know me because I'm new to the podcast world. And so I want to kind of give them uh, just a little bit of background so that they know, you know, who they're listening to and you know, what type of things I'm into and investments that I'm into and, you know, let you guys know I'm the real deal. I'm not practicing or pretending. Uh, no, I actually am legit and own many businesses in this area and have owned businesses for over 20 years. And I'm blessed to be in this position. So I, I take it serious. Um, and I think that by having those experiences of buying and flipping, buying and selling, buying and holding, um, having several employees for, for, you know, two decades, over two decades that, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with a real person. Um, I'm not on here selling memberships and all kinds of other stuff. All right. So today's topic is, should I leave a will? Should I leave a will and insurance policy? Um, A lot of times in the culture that we live in, you know, you'll find more individuals with insurance policies on their cell phones, on their laptops, on their computers, but won't have any life insurance. So, you know, it's 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 sad that we value things, material things that can easily be replaced because you're always updating your computers. You're always updating your cell phones and laptops and, but you're, you're constantly paying uh, for insurance just in case the screen cracked or just in case, you know, it malfunctions or get wet or, you know, any of those things that, you know, you can secure and get another one. But the one thing that we should value the most is life. And once you're once you're gone, we can't get another you. So I, I, I really want you to think about uh, what I'm saying, because it's it's important. You know, a lot of times when, you know, we see people leave here unprepared, um, their families are struggling, trying to uh, put, you know, 
GoFundMe accounts together just to bury a loved one. They are, you know, trying to sell dinners to raise money to go to to go bury a loved one because the funeral home has given them this uh, this bill, you know, ten thousand dollars. And it's like, oh, man, I don't have that now. You know, we get to the place to where, you know, it, it, it's a it's a it's a struggle. And it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't be afraid to have these talks. Right. So I want you to pull up a chair. We're going to treat this like. You know, we we sitting in the living room or we sitting at the dinner table and your uncle walks in and he shares some valuable information with you. And he's saying, listen, let's take this information to heart. Go on in there and grab you some potato salad or some chicken and, and come on back and let's let's get real for a second. We're going to talk and we're going to talk because I love you and I care about you and we're going to turn them cell phones off. I ain't telling y'all to do that. I'm just painting the picture, setting the scene for you with Unc sitting at the dinner table that kind of got itself together a little bit and, and wants you to have yourself together because we got to look out for one another. You know what I mean? They, they always say people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So I'm coming to you telling you that I care about you. I love you. I care about your family. I care about your children and your children's children, even if, you know, they're unborn at the time when 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 grandmom and granddad uh, was in place. They had these kind of talks just to prepare the family for anything that would come. And I, I can remember being a young man. Um, I'm not old, but I can remember being younger. And I remember, you know, mom saying, hey, the insurance Man is coming around. So I need y'all to keep the noise down while we talk business. And I was always the type of person when someone came into our home, I got a protector's uh, spirit, a protector's mentality. So so when somebody new came around, especially a man and, uh, you know, if my dad or one of my brothers wasn't around, I'm 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 next in line. I got to protect you. So I'm always within earshot because I want to hear what's being said and nothing is being said. That's out of the way. So I'm ear hustling, as we call it. So I would hear them talk about how many policies that was on the family's members that was in our home. And sometimes, you know, my mother would have insurance policies on about 10 10 different people in the home. And if a new child was born or a grandchild was born, she would get insurance policy on them. Now, it may not have been a whole lot, but still a five thousand, ten thousand dollar insurance policy goes a long way. So <clears throat> just in case something happened, my grandmother and my grandfather taught my mother and my aunts and uncles to, to, to cover your family. And this information has been lost because sometimes great grandmom and great granddad ain't around no more. So the information still has to be passed on or we're going to find ourselves in a position to not be covered. Now, a real man, a real woman prepares their children for their passing. Right. Now, I, I stole that line from uh, the Black Panther movie. When uh, when uh, Black Panther was meeting with his father in the spiritual realm, God bless his soul. He was 
you know, the father was telling him, you are prepared. But the Black Panther kept telling his dad, like, I'm not I'm not ready for you to go. Like I had no I had no warning. I had you know, what I mean, I'm not ready for you to leave. I can't I can't lead these people the way that you can. And his father told him, he said, haven't I prepared you? Haven't I left an example for you? Haven't I taught you how to lead? And so he wiped his son tears and his son was at a place of peace to where he could accept the reality that his father was going to be with him in spirit, but no longer, no longer in the physical form. So it was a very touching part in the movie and it, it just, you know, helps me drive the point home. So let's go a little bit deeper. When Christ was with us and he would tell his disciples that these things I do, you shall do greater things. So he was he was speaking and preparing them because he's saying these things, these miracles that you see me perform. At some point in time, it's going to be your turn to perform them. So while you are with me, while I am in your presence, learn from me. He also told them I go to prepare a place for you. Right. So so he's telling them. There's going to come a day when I when I when I have to leave here physically, but I'm going to send you a comforter. Right. So he's he's preparing them for their time without him physically being in their presence, that they're going to have to rely on the information that he is giving them and that he's sharing with them. And that they're going to have to perform some of these miracles and be loving and kind the way that he was. So he, he showed them by example. This is this is this is how you're going to have to operate. So it wasn't a sad moment, even though some of them, you know, was like, no, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. Like reality is we all got to leave here. That's the reality. We all know that. Right. So so it shouldn't be uh, a surprise that one day we got to leave. So why not talk about us living, us sharing, us preparing, us gathering so that we can put ourselves in a position to do better generation after generation after generation. So this conversation can no longer be scary. I want you guys to, you know, think about what I'm saying. You know, insurance policies uh, are, are low. I'm not an insurance salesman, salesman, but I'm but I'm but I'm giving you this information because I want you to prepare. Right. I want you to have it in place so that if something ever happens to you or something ever happens to you to another family member. You can, you know, make sure that we have insurance policies in place and let's go a step further. If we get to the point to where we get comfortable with this conversation and we must, we must, we must. In order for me to, to teach you how to do real estate investing, in order for me to teach you how to buy properties and be an entrepreneur, that's that's going to accumulate things. It's going to accumulate assets. It's going to accumulate wealth. But. Do we want your family members arguing over your wealth? Do we want your family mem members arguing over your things, over your assets? No, we don't want that. They're not arguing over it while you're here and while you're gathering these things with them and buying these things with them. So in your passing or in their passing, we don't want to be arguing over their stuff either. 
So it's imperative that we let this sink in, put ourselves in a position to prepare and to continue to do great business because that's what it's all about. Let's think about, you know, Henry Ford, right? Henry Ford uh, invented the, 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 the Ford cars and the Ford mobiles and uh, he had all kind of plants, you know what I mean? But he started off being a farmer, working on his land in, 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 in Michigan. And back then in the early 1900s, they were, they were, you know, riding around on horse-drawn carriages. But he had an idea to say, I can, I can take this same process and create an engine block that will allow wheels to spin to get us from one destination to the next destination a little bit faster. This was his vision. This was his dream. So he began to surround himself with intelligent individuals, individuals that could help bring his dream to pass. And by the time he was in his 40s, here we have the first car. The Ford T in the United States. Now, other other areas was getting the same vision around the country and they had, you know, their cars that were that were the first ones of its, its kind. But they were gathering information and saying, how can I get from point A to point B a little bit faster? So now let's think about that. In the early 1900s, this is what this man was building. This is what he was thinking about. But he he didn't stop there. When he started having children, he said, let me let me teach them the business. Yeah, I mean, so by the time, you know, 10 years go by and, and this car is selling, I think back then they were selling the cars for $600. So so the world was changing. This was groundbreaking stuff. The whole housing system situation changed because now you need a garage to park your car in. So that helped birth other industries as far as construction and expanding construction and, you know, single family homes with the garage attached to it. Now, all of this stuff was very innovative during that time and they had to make adjustments. But when you look at these inventors, they had to prepare, they had to leave a succession plan in place to make sure that their dream don't die with them. So that meant they had to teach people around them. They had to follow, you know, a, a plan of, of creating a will. Creating a will. Creating a, a, a trust because their legacy was growing. So in them creating this will, in them creating these trusts, there were rules and regulations in this will saying this company is going to be left to the board members and my son is going to be in charge. Now, there were things that they were trying to introduce to Ford when when Henry Ford was alive and Henry was, you know, he, he it was hard for him to adjust with the change because, you know, his vision was limited. So by the time he was 70 years old or so, um, I'm not sure, you know, the exact age when he passed away. But by that time, he got into, you know, the the the, the evening of his of his life. His son had to step up. And his son had so many great ideas and, and you know, we, we fast forward, you know, 100 years later or so. Now we have, you know, Ford Mustangs and F-350s and F-450s. We have, uh, you know, all these different types of Ford Focus and uh, Ford Explorers and Expeditions. And I'm sure Henry Ford couldn't see that far because his vision was limited, but he left a succession plan in place to say you have creative control. Take this company to the next level, but he prepared them. 
while he was here. They worked through it. They talked about ideas. He came up with the with the with the bigger engine block, with eight cylinders. And, and that was unheard of during that time. But but they came up with it. They discovered it. They they, you know, put a patent on it. And here we are, like I said, 100 years later. And, you know, man, you can't you can't go anywhere on this country without seeing some type of Ford car. And they kept the legacy going. So his dream and his vision outlived him, which was beautiful. And we have to kind of take that example and say, you know, what is it we can do to make sure that our legacy live on? We can follow any example of of, of Henry Ford. You know what I mean, we can follow any example of of Christ. He, he he He's showing us the way. So when I speak to you. I'm speaking to you from a place of compassion because I know what it's like uh, to see families have to scrape and, and put things together to try to bury a loved one or to cremate a loved one. And it's, it's not a easy it's not a easy when you're under the pressure of, of, you know, still mourning. So wouldn't it be easier if we say, OK, let's prepare, let's put a will in place, let's make sure you know, whatever it is that I obtained over the years, I can, you know, start a business with my children and say, OK, we're going to put this business under this trust fund or we're going to put this uh, these group of assets under this trust fund. And you guys are, you know, the partners in this company and you're the beneficiaries here. We can look at our bank accounts and say, who do we have as beneficiaries? We can start naming people that we want. That's, uh, you know, responsible. Make sure we leave pass codes and. Uh, pen numbers so that it's easier for them to walk into these uh, institutes and, and do business on your behalf. Right. So so if we start planning now and put these policies in place, put this will in place, you know, to make life a lot easier. So if we say, OK, where do we get wills from? You can go to uh, Staples, Office Max or any of the uh, paper supply companies around uh, the country. Uh, they do have will and testaments uh, that you can purchase. That's already, you know, it's already printed out. All you got to do is fill it in. Um, of course, get it notarized and put it in your safe or leave it with your attorney or leave it with a family member. You know, once you sign it and have a witness on there that, you know, I, I, I Andre Williams, I, you know, whatever your name is, decide to leave this to a family member. So I just wanted to jump on. Um, and share this valuable information with you. Definitely uh, let people know about our podcast. Uh, people let people know about our investment groups and clubs uh, because we want to help make things better. We want to help you secure your financial future. But at, in doing that, we have to prepare you to leave a legacy. Right. So at this time, uh, this is the part of the show where I think our friends of the show, I give props and shout outs to our friends of the show. We have uh, Sway Records and Studios in Trenton, New Jersey. Um, contact Mr. Donald Pup Bolding. Uh, his number is 609-943-7331. Uh, Noah's Ark Daycare and Preschool in Trenton, New Jersey. If you're looking for child care services, uh, contact Noah's Ark Daycare and Preschool in Trenton, New Jersey. You can find them on Facebook, on the website. Um, their information is 609-396-7822. Uh, the phone number again is 609-396-7822. You can also uh, contact my investment club, Dominion Investment Club. You know, God said, let us make man in our own image. 
and let's give them dominion over the earth. So when we think about dominion, uh, it means to govern. It means to take control. It means to take ownership. So contact us as we develop this network and, you know, start touching other urban areas around the country. We want to create partnerships with churches. We want to create partnerships with other groups and families and just continue to share and build. Um, so that's info at Dominion Investment Club dot com. That's info at Dominion Investment Club dot com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at Dominion Investment Club dot uh, Dominion Investment Club on Facebook. Our nonprofit organization is One Heaven Inc. One Heaven Incorporated. It's a nonprofit 501c3 a resource center. And our motto is resurrecting families, homes and dreams. All right. So about to roll out. I appreciate you guys chiming in and uh, send me some information. Send me some questions. Go on our website, go on our Facebook page, fill out the intake form and let's grow together. God loves you. And so do I. Thanks so much for tuning in. Peace. There's something that you need to hear When I say you know that I'm sincere I came down here just to let you know You are phenomenal So many times